Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now we have Ray Blakeney with us today. How are you doing? Gabby, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. Can't complain. I'm here and speaking with you. So it's me great things. <laughs> well, hopefully we can keep it up keep it up for the rest of the interview, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so please tell me what's the story of how you got to where you are today. Okay, so the quick story is I think like a lot of business stories involves probably alcohol. Um so <laughs> The basic story, if we go back, is I was working in corporate America, a Fortune 500 company. I'm a software engineer by training, doing pretty well. I had almost a six-figure salary. But all I did every day was I went to a cube and I wrote code. And if we did our job well, we sold more chemicals. Um, Great company to work for, but not exactly something I was passionate about. So I went out with friends. It was Halloween. I distinctly remember it. And um, so we were drinking. I was up on stage looking out at the crowd. And some of my friends, I was in my mid-20s at the time, looking out over the crowd and thinking to myself, like some of them were 10 years, 15 years older mm-hmm. than me and thinking, I don't want to be here in 10 or 15 years. Like, mm-hmm. you know, doing exactly the same thing. Right. Um, so there was a commercial on TV at that time where they said, if they were to write a book about your life, would anybody want to read it? Now this was for mm-hmm. the Navy and all my respects to the people in the Navy, but I'll be honest, you're shooting at me. I'm running the other way as fast <laughs> as physically possible. Fair enough. So I decided to do something different and I joined the Peace Corps. So I quit my six-figure job and I got worked for $150 a month for the next two years volunteering in what ended up being Southern Mexico. Back in my day, you couldn't pick where the Peace Corps sent you. Mm. Um, Through that, I met my wife and who's Mexican. She also worked for the Peace Corps on the Mexican side. And that's how kind of how we got into business. She was a teacher. I'm like, yeah, let's try launching a school. So we launched a brick and mortar school. That did well. Mm -hmm. Um, Then from that, we launched an online school thanks to swine flu, which was pre-COVID for anybody who remembers it. Right. But our, online, our brick and mortar school suddenly had no students. So we had to come up with an option back in 2008. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why don't we just offer classes on Skype? See if anybody wants to do it. And yeah, they did. So within six months, uh, we were, had more people in our online school than our brick and mortar school. The wow. swine flu did, was never a thing, right? 30 days later, it was all done. Right, we're Everything great. It was back open. <laughs> our school was fully booked, but we were making more money on our online business. That's the business that eventually became LiveLingua.com. We're one of the top five language schools in the world, and we're the mm-hmm. only one of the top five that doesn't have millions of dollars of venture capital backing. We're the mom and pop operation going up against like the Walmarts and stuff of the <laughs> language learning world. That is beautiful. So you all treat, like, teach all types of languages? What languages are taught at the school? Yeah, so we have live tutoring for 11 languages, the 11 wow. most in-demand languages in the world. Spanish mm-hmm. is our biggest, because that's how we started. But mm-hmm. we also teach English, French, German, all the rest of it. In addition to that, we have the largest resource of free languages in the world, because I was in the Peace Corps. Mm-hmm. So I contacted the Peace Corps afterwards. I'm like, hey, you guys don't share any of your language material, and you guys teach everything, right? I mean, they're Peace Corps volunteers in you know, the Pacific Islands in the middle of right. you know, Vanuatu, and they'll have a <laughs> language course on that. Um, 
So I asked them to send me all their material. It was all like PD, you know, old printed out. We scanned them all <laughs> in. We threw them up online. And we have over 150 languages worth of free language courses on our website now on the language live lingual project page. So that's kind of a free charity we do. Um, and we have languages like, you know, from parts of Africa that mm-hmm. my cousins are Nigerian and they're like, we speak Hausa. Do you have a Hausa course? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do. Right. Um, I might not even be pronouncing that right. Um, and, you know, <laughs> so, you know, we have a course for that. We have Ikpatan, which is from, I'm half Filipino from a part of the Philippines that I don't even know where it is. I mean, you know, mm. it's like an island in the Southeast part and there's a language there. My mom's like, my mom who grew up in the Philippines, Can't tell you. Heard of, never heard of it. <laughs> I looked it up on Google, 2000 people in the world speak it. And we have a free language course on it, on wow. our website. We also have some indigenous languages from Quechua, you know, from South America and stuff like that, that the indigenous people speak there. We have free courses on our website. So mm-hmm. 11 languages we teach with tutors, 150 we'll teach you for free. Okay, and how many do you speak? I speak four and a little bit of English. Wow. <laughs> what for, if you don't mind me asking? No, not at all. I speak Tagalog, Spanish, um, Turkish, and French. Turkish. Right, I grew Turkey. up in Turkey. Okay, now Turkey. there it is. Yeah, I was like the oh, first so you've been years all over life. the world, and you basically just got to incorporate it into a business. Pure luck. I wish I could tell you that this was coming to some kind of you know planning on my part. Right. Not at all. Not at all. I no mean, secret you know, my, plan. It's just oh, magic. No. My mom's <laughs> Filipino. My dad's American, but my dad grew up in Rhodesia. And then I grew up in Turkey and okay. they required I study French at school because I was in the European school system. And oh. then I ended up moving to Mexico and marrying a Mexican. And that's pretty and much it. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, now I know Spanish. Exactly. That's perfect. So also, please tell us about Podcast Hawk. Yeah, so that's a new project that I'm working on. It's going to launch in January. We already have some beta testers in there. So Podcast Talk, a lot of the businesses I've built, I've been lucky I've been able to build a number of six and seven figure online businesses, Mm. all of them bootstrapped. So kind of my specialty is you don't have a lot of money. You want to build a business? I can help you out. I got you. Exactly. I got you. Not that I teach it, but it's just what I do. Um, And of course, you have to put in the time. There's no shortcut. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not selling you a 30-day hack. I joke that if anybody, if I ever wrote a book, it'd be building a seven-figure business in seven years, and nobody would buy it because nobody <laughs> wants to work seven years, right? They want it next month. Right. So podcast talk, like a lot of my businesses, came out from a necessity. So mm-hmm. what happens is, okay, live lingua. We do a lot of online marketing. So a lot of our customers come from Facebook ads, search engine optimization, Google ads. But I'm like, look, I'd like to diversify that. I'd like to get on a few podcasts. Let me talk about podcast talk, how I build to share a story. Mm-hmm. And wow, that wasn't easy. I mean, you know, first thing I did was I went online and I tried Googling podcasts to appear on. And yeah, no, I mean, you know, you get some half of those podcasts haven't been active for years, but they're still in the Google search results. Um, You go to iTunes or Spotify and you try to find a podcast. Good luck. Those search functionalities are awful. I mean, great to, they're geared towards people wanting to listen to podcasts, right? But it doesn't Mm -hmm. help you at all find podcasts that interview people and maybe in your niche and all the rest of it. So with a background as a software engineer, I decided I spent a weekend. I'm like, hmm. I wonder if I can build something that would do this a little bit better, just like an MVP, a minimum viable product. So I sat down the weekend, end of the weekend, I'm like, yeah, I can get all the podcasts on Spotify and iTunes into a database. Um, They weren't in my database yet, but I knew I physically could, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, huh, could I get the contact information for these podcasts? So the next weekend I sat down, I'm like, yes, yes, I can. (laughs) So essentially I did that. I have every podcast, every podcast episode and every podcast review and we up, it just keeps on updating every single day in a database now and I'm making it searchable. So what you're able to do is you can go in there and let's say, Gabby, you want to appear on some travel podcasts, Mm -hmm. let's say, right? You want to talk about travel. So right now you just go in there and you say, okay, I want the podcast that has the word travel in the description somewhere. I find that works better than the title because people have very creative titles. You know, it could be a travel podcast, but doesn't have the word travel in it anywhere, right? Exactly. (laughs) So 
look at the description, look for travel. You're like, okay, I'd like something that's established. At least 20 episodes are out there. They've released, mm-hmm. It's still going, so they've released an episode in the last 30 days. And they specifically like to talk about Peru because that's my specialty, mm-hmm. Peru. Okay. So it, in their episodes, at some point, in their episode descriptions of all their episodes, they said Peru once. Mm-hmm. Boom. No. Normally when you're looking for that, you know, it would take you ages. I tried it manually. It would take you weeks, oh, right? <laughs> yeah. On this one, you just hit search. You wait two or three seconds and we'll give you every single podcast that matches that. Hey, you want stuff with at least 4.5 reviews with at least 10 reviews? Add that in there wow. too. We'll filter it all out. All you do is hit save mm-hmm. and we help you create an email campaign to these. Mm-hmm. So you go in there, we have these four emails. We help you set it up and you hit, you know, you hit set, send and you're done. You sit back. Depending wow. on the plan you sign up for, you... You know, we'll send out between 50 to 100 emails a day. Nothing major. We're not a spam. You know, it's not a spamming operation. In mm-hmm. fact, you should filter out well because if mm-hmm. you just spam, you know, email everybody, nobody's going to reply to you. Right. Um, and you send out a kind of personalized pitch to all these people. As soon as they reply, we send you, you know, we forward it to your email address and you're done. So it's kind of a set and forget. So, you know, if you do a big mm-hmm. enough niche travel, for example, you might find thousands of podcasts that match what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's like two or three months worth of outreach, right? Yeah. And I tested it myself. Um, it, anticipating one to three percent response rate because okay. that's in my online businesses. That's when you email cold emails. You might get one to three percent of the people to mm-hmm. say yes. Yeah, it backfired. I got thirty-four percent response rate. I em- yeah, I was on a lot of podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> a ton of podcasts. Of speaking <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now I'm not going to promise everybody that that's what they're going to get, but I was mm-hmm. shocked at the results because what happens is there are a lot of people. I, the more I talk about it, there are a lot of great people out there trying to get on podcasts. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of podcasts looking for great people to interview. But right now, finding everybody finding each other is a very manual process. You either have to hire somebody who kind of finds podcasts and right. reaches out to them, or you as the you know podcaster themselves have to go on Facebook groups and start posting, hey, we need guests, all mm-hmm. the rest of it. And then you know, then you got to filter through all the guests. The goal of podcasttalk.com is to kind of streamline it for everybody, yeah. right? Um, for the, So all the great podcasters out there who want to get great guests will just kind of get them in their inbox. And all those great guests will just kind of have to wait for the positive responses to come back. And nobody's sitting there wasting their time looking to get, get booked on podcasts. We'll do it all for you. Yeah, it sounds super robust. Yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. And who do you think would be kind of the target market for that? Who do you think would be using that the most as far as trying to get onto the podcast? Yeah, so... You know, it's the, my initial target market was me, right? People who run small businesses and trying to get the work out, you know, mm-hmm. get the word out there. Um, people who don't have a huge marketing budget. But now that I've actually gotten so, I've gotten about fifty beta testers to run through it. Friends of mine, I have friends in the business mm-hmm. um, area. People who are liking it, I hadn't thought of it before. Authors, they're big fans. They're writing books, mm-hmm. especially if you're self-publishing. Mm-hmm. You need to kind of get out there. You don't have a big publishing company booking you on all these radio shows. We can help you do that. Um, okay. Again, and it doesn't take your time once you set it up. So you're an author. Focus on writing your book. All you have to do is show up for 30 minutes or an hour and talk about what you're passionate about. Um, and also personal brands. We're finding a lot of people, coaches, people who are you know doing some kind of consulting or coaching. This is great for them as well because there are podcasts and every niche from self-help to business growth to mindset um, and everything from that. So you just go out there, find all the mindset related podcasts and go on there and just talk about what you love to talk about anyway. I've been on both ends of the podcasting um, game, let's say as a host. Yeah. And as a guest, 
And my respects to you, Gabby. It's a lot more work to be a host. <laughs> um, you know, for a, for a guest, we just get on here and we talk about mm-hmm. what we love. And somebody else goes out there and produces it and publishes it and mm-hmm. distributes it and all the rest of it. Um, if you try to do your own podcast, which is what a lot of business owners do, wow. Okay. Then you got to find the guest. You have to research the guest. You have to interview the guest. You have to, you know, then you got to publish it yourself and get yes, an editor I mean, and yes. little <laughs> art, you know, the art that you put on the front <laughs> and describe the episode. That, oh, that no, no, much easier to get on a podcast. So what I'm doing is a promotion for this, and I just started it, um, is the 1,000 Podcast Challenge. So my goal is to be on 1,000 podcasts over the next three years. Okay. Where are we at now? <laughs> We're about at 88. I started three months ago. Okay. So, yeah, quick math. So about a little over 300 a year. Starting 300 a year. Okay. Starting that, well, I'm, I'm kind of starting here, but since the actual product launches next figured, year, okay. it's going to really be next year. But I'll have about 80, maybe 100 under my belt by the the time the year starts. So 300 a year would work out perfectly for the next year. Right. I, th- I thought I was going to do it in under a year. And then my friend did the math for me. And I was like, yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> it's like literally three or four hours of podcast every single day with no breaks for the next year. And I'm like, yes. yeah, that's, I, I run multiple businesses. <laughs> yeah. Wife, 10 month old kid. They're not going to be happy about that at all. So yeah, I'll do three years. That's like one a day but I'll kind of try to batch it. So maybe it's like, you know, three a week on Mondays or right. four a week or something like that. That seems to be a little bit more manageable. Okay. That's an incredible goal. Okay. So you have live lingua that you right. found, kind of found a gap and filled dealing with Peace Corps. You have that experience. And then of course, now you have podcast Hawk. So what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? You're doing so many different things and leading a bunch of different aspects and people. That's a great question. And what it means to me is not only for myself, but for my staff is to make sure mm-hmm. that work is only is a part of our life. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people say the work, work life separation there. I don't really believe in that mm-hmm. since work is part of our life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you kind of say none of us work that way, right? If you fought with your wife at home and you go to work later, it's not like, boom, suddenly that you forgot about that fight mm-hmm. and work is great. Right. Or if mm-hmm. you had a really bad day at work, it's not like you show up at home and suddenly Home is perfect, then you totally forget it. So it's all part of that together. So what I do with the businesses and what I, all my businesses are location independent. Um, I have over 150 staff members around the world across all my businesses. Wow. We have no offices anywhere. I mean, we have no, we don't pay money for rent, so our overhead's very low. But what I try to do as a conscious business owner is to kind of all the freedom that I have through this business to offer to them as well. We have set work hours, but look, if you need to take your kid to school, well, back in the days when, we took kids to school. Yes. Um, you know. to the room now to be exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, if they need help with their homework in the middle of the day, well, mm-hmm. you know, and you need to do it, go and do it. I don't, you know, you don't need to report it to us and say, well, I'm taking 45 minutes because mm-hmm. my son's, um, you know, need, needs help on his homework. That's the kind of what being a conscious business owner is to me, business leader, is to kind of allow the staff to have that life. Um, and the freedom in that life that a lot of us, I know I didn't have going in the corporate world. Um, and most of my staff appreciates it. I've had staff, you know, from the U S and they went to Bali for six months and they just were like, can I work from Bali for six months? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, you, you have to stay like, late once yeah. every month for a meeting because we do have our staff meeting once a month. Right. But other than that, yeah, he was in a Nipah hut in the last one, like a little palapa <laughs> with a drink. I'm like, looks like you're having fun, but he Living did great, great work. Life. Yeah, exactly. Living Everyone's happy. <laughs> that's it. And that's what we try to do in our business. We are kind of, we were joking uh, when COVID started that, you know, everybody was saying, wow, this work at home and this is, you know, it's changing our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we realized I'm like, huh, we've been living the COVID lifestyle for the last 12 years and nobody told us. And now suddenly, you know, we realize it, but like it hasn't affected most of my staff's work mm-hmm. because it's just the way we've been living now for over a decade. Um, right. And that's kind of what being conscious leader means to me. 
Yeah, and that's definitely the first thing I thought when you said about Skype. I said, oh, so you were ahead. You set the trend. Like, you've been doing it for a long time we now. Have. This is, I mean, yeah, my, my workday has not changed at all okay. since, since this happened. Obviously, the, on other parts of our life, it has. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're lucky that also we're in a business where this is our best year ever. I mean, so our business, you know, everybody's yeah. decided, hey, let's learn languages. Can't go to school anymore. Where are we going to learn? Let's go <laughs> online. And that's kind of, we've, we've benefited quite a bit from that. Okay. That's incredible. And so what would you say is one of your favorite client success stories? You, know, you got a lot of Ooh. different clients. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, we, we've, for students, we've had tens of thousands of, of students oh, who come through us. Yeah. Um, the best one that I can remember off the top of my head, and there are just tons of stories, was hmm. we had a student, she learned Spanish because her husband was from Latin America. Now her husband okay. spoke English, but she had to go for the wedding. And mm. none of her husband's family spoke any Spanish. So we worked with her for nine months to be able to get her up to a communicative level of Spanish. Mm-hmm. And she reached her goal. She was dedicated. She studied. Mm. We're not going to, you know, I don't, we're not like some of those apps that are out there say 15 minutes a day and you're going to yeah. learn a language. No, you have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as the, you know, the five minute a day abs. You know, you're not going to do sit-ups for five minutes and get six-pack abs. Six-pack, right. Exactly. I'm, too, I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just not going to work. Language learning or anything worth doing in life is not the same. So this, you know, this lady, she put in the work. And then she sent us a photo at the wedding of her just sitting around mm. and talking with her mother-in-law, talking with the rest of the family in Spanish. Was it perfect Spanish? Absolutely not. But it was communicative. In nine months, she went from zero to be able to communicate and just talk about almost anything and understand the responses in Spanish. So that was a wonderful story. That is incredible. Happy wife, happy life, really. <laughs> yeah, that was about two years ago. I wonder, like, I should send a follow-up. Like, How are things going? <laughs> right. Uh, you know. yes. <laughs> so, Ray Blakeney, what are the best ways to reach you and learn more about your businesses? Yeah, so... I really need to come up with a better answer for this because, you know, I'm not a personal brand. I spend all day building my own businesses. Okay. I don't like try to sell my own services. I just put up a website called rayblakeney.com. Okay. So you can go there, R-A-Y-B-L-A-K-N-E-Y.com. Um, mainly because a lot of people were asking me that. And I'm like, I need to have a more centralized place to do it. <laughs> but otherwise, you can go to livelingua.com. You can go to the About Us page. We're a very open company. And my email is right there on the About Us page. So you can just kind of contact that or go to podcasttalk.com. I bootstrap businesses, which means I'm doing everything there. Just go to the contact us page. That comes straight into my inbox. Um, So until until I can afford to hire some staff, you know, that contact us page will come to us. Perfect. Well, Ray, thank you so much for that information and sharing those stories. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Gabby. It was a blast. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Mm-hmm.